What's up, everyone? My name is Kevin. This is Project X Talk. And today we're going to be discussing the recently released KO the Kangaroo. Tate Multimedia has revived KO for his first brand new adventure in 17 years. But is it worth bringing back this long forgotten 3D platforming mascot or should he have stayed dead? Let's discuss. So KO the Kangaroo puts you in the role of KO, and yes, it is pronounced KO, not Cow the Kangaroo. He awakens from a dream regarding his long-lost sister, Kaya, and senses that she is in trouble. He sets off to find his fighting teacher named Walt, who's a, kind of a koala. He discovers his dad's mysterious boxing gloves along the way, and then they set out to take down the evil plaguing the lands, rescue Kaya, and track down KO's long-lost dad, Kobe. That is the entire story in a nutshell, right there. It's nothing revolutionary, and in fact, it's quite generic. That isn't something that I mind personally in this type of game, though, because for 3D platforming mascots, uh, games like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, they don't really have an Oscar-winning story attached to them. I don't know if you ever played those games, but they're nothing revolutionary. It's good versus evil, silly bad guy, silly good guy, you take down the bad guy, repeat, rinse, it's it's nothing amazing. But you play these games for the gameplay and the fun characters, which this game does have. The overprotective mother, the stoic and wise teacher, and hell, even your boxing gloves talk to you and they roast you along your adventure. I will note that the voice acting in this game is absolutely atrocious, and I don't mean it's just bad and like, oh, they didn't read the lines very well. This is egregious. I understand that this is an indie studio who clearly put the budget into the actual gameplay, which I'm glad they did, but the voice acting is very painful to listen to, and at points I would just put on a podcast, take my headphones off, read the subtitles, because the worst offender himself is actually the main character, KO. He's painful to listen to. His mouth kind of sounds like he's got some marbles in it. I'm not trying to make fun of the voice actor. He clearly tried his best, but this was not a good performance. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, and if you don't believe me, here's a short clip so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Don, I'm good to go, right? I can punch anything with them? Not yet. Still don't know their power, how it may affect you. But they're the only thing I have left of that. I want to wear them. Really? You play the sad card? That being said, the actual gameplay of KO the Kangaroo is phenomenal. I genuinely love this game, and I mean that. I love it. I am a huge fan of 3D platformers, so I already had a bias, but I think this game is just fantastic. It's fluid, it feels good to play, and the platforming is really tight. What really sticks out to me is the level design. I think that there is some genuinely wonderful levels in this game. There are a total of four hub worlds that range from Tropical Island to Icy Tundra to an ethereal world. But even within these themes, there's a vast variety of the levels that you're going to encounter. The game incorporates so many beloved characteristics from 3D platformers of the past. You're going to get the standard levels where you're just hopping onto platforms, nothing really exciting, and then you'll slowly build throughout the game. You're going to add grinding on rails. You're going to get the running away from giant boulders or barrels uh, towards the screen, just like Crash Bandicoot would. Clearly an inspiration there. This is all done to absolute perfection. One thing I really loved were the puzzles in KO. KO's gloves allow you to absorb elemental properties like fire, ice, and wind. 
and you can use these elements to open secret passages and solve puzzles. And this could include freezing a waterway and using the wind to pull the block towards you and then hopping up on those, lighting furnaces with your fire, burning down cobwebs, give your power to a boomerang, and then use those to activate crystals. The puzzles here are great, and while not super complicated, they're very rewarding. The levels also encourage exploration because throughout the levels, you're going to be searching for collectibles. These collectibles include finding the letters K-A-O, to spell out KO. They are in every level and you'll get an achievement if you get every single one of them. You'll also be keeping an eye out for heart pieces. This increases your overall health once you collect four of them, kind of Zelda-esque in that aspect, but they're, uh, they're hidden. Not super well, to be honest with you, but they're there. You can also look for secret areas throughout every level called Eternal Wells. These are essentially bonus levels within the level. These are simple. You go through them, you try to finish them as quick as you can. There's no time trials here, which I don't know why they tell you to finish as quick as possible if you don't get anything bonus or doing it. In these levels, you're just going to collect coins and gems, which, nope, I collected like a hundred and whatever gems, and I don't know what to do with them. There's no like way to spend them on anything as far as I can tell. So it's very confusing what the gem's purpose in this game was. But with the coins, you can visit the shop located in each hub world. There you can spend your coins on a few heart pieces, extra lives, or even buy KO new outfits. I know there is a throwback to KO3 in here where you can get his little explorer outfit. And that will net you an achievement or trophy depending on what platform you're on. So Maybe, uh, maybe spend that one. The rest is literally just up to you, whatever you want to stylize as or look. Uh, you can really make KO look good. I personally just preferred his new aesthetic, but whatever you want to do. In terms of visuals, I think the game is very pretty. Let's let's be honest. It's bursting with color. That I think it nails the art style of this type of genre, the mascot 3D platformer. The textures are not super detailed, but it is a very cartoony game, and it isn't really something you need in this type of game. However, it's not all rainbows for this kangaroo. There are people suffering serious glitches and bugs depending on the platform that you play on. I played this game on Xbox Series X, and I actually kept it in quick resume the entire time throughout my playthrough. I didn't experience any bugs or issues throughout my entire playthrough until I beat the game. After I beat the final boss, I noticed that my achievement for beating the game popped, but not the one for beating the final boss. So I was like, okay, that's weird. I went and looked and noticed that the last two achievements I needed for the 100% are bugged. It had 0% of people getting it, clearly an indicator that this is a bugged achievement. That's frustrating. I wanted 100% the game, but I can deal with waiting for a patch for glitched achievements. What I can't deal with is after... I reloaded my save. I noticed that, hey, this isn't loading me to the final area or the final hub world. It's loading me to the third hub world. And hours of my progress were gone. The collectibles I got, the levels I finished, everything wiped away. And this is incredibly frustrating because the only save feature in this game is autosave. So it's not like I overwrote this. It's not like I had other save files I could just load up because. I definitely would have made a second save file before the final boss, just in case. No, autosave is the only save feature. So now I am just stuck 
hours before, and it just really put a sour taste in my mouth. I'm I doubt a patch will give me back my progress because it was auto save. It overwrote my cloud save on Xbox, so I couldn't even download a cloud save and get my progress back. It's really left a feeling of disappointment. I genuinely love this game. I'm glad I got to beat the final boss. I'm glad I got to beat the game and roll credits. I wanted 100% it. I didn't get to do that. And now they're taking away my progress. I just don't understand how a bug this big gets through. Did no one play test the game? And it's like, hey, after the final boss, your progress is going to get deleted. I, I just don't get it. I know that the developers have said that they're working on this. They're aware of this issue. And I believe even now, as I'm recording this, Steam has got a patch to fix this issue. But I don't think you're going to get your saves back. So if you are interested in this game, it is only $30. As I said, the devs are aware in releasing patches to fix the bugs. So maybe wait a week or two because... I do genuinely think this is a fantastic 3D platformer. I absolutely loved it, and I would give it a recommendation either at the $30 price point if you wait for the patches or wait for a sale. If you're not completely sold, you're still a little worried, this game probably will drop in price, probably in the 20 range. It gives you a good amount of content for the $30 price. It's fun. It's cute. It's a good 3D platformer. Ultimately, I enjoyed my time with KO. I really did love this game, and I hope this isn't the last we see of the kangaroo, but let me know your thoughts down below. Remember that if you liked the video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're new, and until next time, I've been Kevin from Project X Talk. I'll see you. Goodbye.